0: What is going on, youth workers? So glad you could join me today for the Youth Ministry in Motion podcast, the podcast that keeps you motivated and your youth ministry moving forward. Super stoked that you could be here with me today. Uh, so whether you're needing motivation or needing your youth ministry to move forward, hopefully we can accomplish both of those things. It's a two for today. You're going to get motivated and your youth ministry is going to move forward. That's kind of the whole goal of this podcast is to keep you uh, keep you in the game long enough to make a difference. You know, so many guys bail or quit or burn out, and uh, I just think that stinks. I think that's terrible. And hopefully uh, my voice coming into your earbuds uh, will help you uh, stay on track, get a little more confidence. It's kind of the goal there. Before we get into our topic today, which is, um, you know, uh, surviving the youth meeting, uh, you know, we're going to stop surviving the youth meeting. Uh, and we're going to do a little bit better. But before we talk about that, I want to let you know there's a couple of things going on that you might want to be aware about. The first is that I have a series called Start Again. You say, Paul, why would I want that series? Well, you're coming off of camp uh, and some of your kids made some commitments. Some of them have done very well with it, some maybe not so much. And I think the series will help get your kids and kids who have been off during the summer, just doing all kinds of things that say, well, do I have a shot at this thing? How many, how many youth meetings do I need to come to before I get this thing together? And I think what the series does at least gives them the hope says, look, I can start again. I didn't have a great summer. I didn't go to camp. I'm going to kind of outdo my own thing and start again is really, I mean, you're, you're starting your youth program again, maybe. Uh, you're starting, uh, you know, the fall season, you're, you're, you know, there's some hope in this thing. Spring isn't the only time that you can start again. I mean, you can have new life whenever you want. So I guess my, uh, my encouragement is say, look, let's, uh, let's start again right here in the fall. Let's start again with where, where we can start with our Christian walk and you can jump on this train anytime. Uh, You just gotta, you just gotta want it. Uh, that's the first thing that's going on. I'll put a link down in the description uh, below there in the show notes uh, where you can get to that and check that out. It's five weeks, has all the slides, has some prayer station ideas, all that kind of good stuff. So if you're interested in having five weeks of starting again, well, it's going to be right there for you. The second thing I want to talk to you about is this, August 5th, I have a new session of the Ministry minded coaching group is starting again uh, 12 weeks of coaching um, we meet together twice a month uh, usually we'll pick a day like a Monday night something like that and we'll usually meet for about 90 minutes and uh, I had somebody say something in my group that uh, I said well what do you what do you think about this um, this group here and they said you know what Paul it's not just about the nuts and bolts and we do cover a number of nuts and bolts and things like that he says it's not just about the nuts and bolts for me that he said he said, It's more about me leaving, feeling like I can do this thing. And boy, that that was super encouraging to me for him to say that uh, because like I said, we do, we go over the tactics and strategies, we go over, uh, you know, what's going on, planning, all that kind of stuff. We do that kind of stuff. But you know what? It's more important to me as well that, listen, that you walk away from a coaching session feeling like you can do this. This is not a beat down. This is not a, let's talk about how bad you are session. This is about you. Uh, knowing that God's called you, that you have a calling upon your life, and that you can walk away from these sessions, going, you know what, me, the Lord and I got this, and uh, I can use these tactics and these tools and these uh, strategies and all these things to be able to create a good youth ministry or even a great youth ministry. But uh, it's about the confidence level. It's about being confident in your calling. It's about being confident in the things that you're doing so that you can uh, make an impact during your time and your stay within that church or within your career it's saying, look, I can do this. And, you know, I did a recent little uh, sample polling about what do you really need from your pastor right now? And right now in the lead amongst all of them between emotional support, uh, which is encouragement, skill support, which is the mentoring part, uh, and money, and that's broken in two parts. Salary is one and budget that your youth group needs more money of those right now in the lead is skills, skill mentoring, Uh, you know, wanting to know how to do this thing. And what coaching can do for you is that, look, you're not only going to get the skills, but you're going to get the confidence to use those skills. You're going to get all that you need from me in those 90 minute sessions. So I hope that you will. I'm going to put a link down below. And I hope that uh, you'll check it out because I think uh, we have a lot of fun, and uh, and you'll get a lot from it. You'll be able to you know walk away from those sessions thinking I can do this thing, not without the Lord, but you can do this thing. You can you can handle whatever uh, whatever your church or your youth ministry is going to be able to throw at you. All right, so let's jump into today's topic, which is. Surviving the youth meetings. You know, that there's a lot of um, there's a lot of youth workers I think that don't like their youth meetings. Um, I, I just have this this feeling that uh, there's some youth workers who don't like their youth meetings. They, they 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 don't like them because maybe because they don't like large crowds, or because they 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 just think there's only x amount of people that they feel like they can minister to. Or they don't like their youth meeting because it's small. That could be a thing. Maybe they, the opposite direction. They don't like it because it's small every week. They're frustrated. Um, and I think there's a, another group of youth pastors who don't like their youth meetings because it's not going well. It's, it's you know, for some, it's a dumpster fire every week. Uh, some, it's just, and that's just part of the, look, it's part of the nature. Some of it is part of the nature of youth ministry. You're going to have un- unpredictability. Is probably the best word to describe youth meetings every week. Who knows? I mean, I would, there's all kinds of things that would go on. It could be anything from a fight out in the parking lot to some kid, uh, you know, bringing, uh, I had a kid bring his knife collection one week to show me all his knives. You don't know what's gonna happen. There's just craziness going on there. But the other side of that, there's the unpredictability. But some of the unpredictability comes from the fact. That there's a certain amount of unpreparedness. There's a certain amount of uh, lack of planning, lack of vision, lack of purpose of that meeting. Uh, a lot of youth workers see youth meetings as one-offs. Like I just want to survive this youth meeting, and I just think that's the that's the the mentality I think that holds so many youth workers back that they don't see they see only one youth meeting. And I understand about taking one youth meeting at a time, but I, I think there's something to be said for for looking at the 52 meetings you're going to have all year long collectively and saying I have 52 opportunities to meet with these folks, meet with these students, and and have an impact every week collectively, the 52 together. And that's something we all share as youth workers. We share that we're going to have a gathering. Now, regardless of how big or small the gathering is, there is a gathering whether it's 10 or whether it's 100, you're going to have, there's a gathering. That's what we share. It's the once a week, once a month, once every two weeks, however it may be for you. But there's going to come a time when we're going to have the meeting. And the meeting is where most people are going to come to know the Lord, right? This is apart from church, Sunday school, all that kind of stuff, where we meet directly with our students. And what we see is, you know, that we're going to see these kids, majority of kids come to know Christ in the youth meeting. We're going to we're gonna see the majority of uh, commitments to follow Jesus in the youth meeting. We're going to see the majority of connections happen in the youth meeting. We're going to see tremendous amounts of prayer in the youth meeting. We're going to have a worship time in the youth meeting. And all these things are happening once a week, once a month, once every two weeks, however it is for you. And I just find that there's such sometimes a a lack of respect for the meeting. Uh, they're just like, well, God's just going to do it. And, you know, I don't have to put a whole lot of time or effort into it. I, you know, and that's one, that's one, you know, uh, one side of it is that, that it's somewhat maybe apathetic that says, oh, well, God's going to do it anyway. So I'm just going to do my little part and do my little thing. And I just don't think we have a broad enough vision. Then there's the other, <clears throat> excuse me, there's another part of that that says, um, you know, I want to make an impact, but I'm just not putting, I'm not putting, I'm doing my best to connect all the dots here to make an impactful youth meeting, um, but it's just not coming together. Or you're coming up just shy. There's just some things that are not right. There's, there's things that are not coming together or congealing to make the youth meeting happen. And, uh, and so for us, you know, when we have the idea of just surviving the youth meeting, we're way off course as to what we can really accomplish. We're surviving the meeting. And, we're, you know, by the way, the meeting, not only do all these other things happen during the meeting, the small groups, the discussion, all of that's happening there, that's the one thing we're judged about. We're judged on the meeting. How well did the meeting go? How many people came to the meeting? How many people participated in the meeting? And I just don't, uh, for there's the two ends of the spectrum. Ones who worry and are fearful about it, don't like it, don't like the the pressure of it. Then there's the other side of it that is apathetic uh, that, you know, says, well, it's just going to take care of itself. You know, God's just going to do it and we're, I don't have to put a whole lot of effort into it. So one is like a duck whose feet are paddling furiously. Under the water trying to get somewhere. And then the other ones, they're just kind of gliding along. You know, one represents the bottom side of the duck. The other one's the top side. The bottom side is I am just furiously trying to get somewhere. And the top part is I'm just gliding through and it's just going to happen. And God's going to do those things. Listen, I just think there's a better way since we're being judged on this one meeting. Shouldn't we put a fair amount of time into it? Shouldn't we put a fair amount of planning? Shouldn't we... Be a little bit more detail oriented, and I'm not talking about uh, being picky to some degree. I, I'm really talking about being thoughtful uh, and looking at the big picture of not just one meeting, but 52 meetings a year. And you know, for me, I I've gone the I've run the gambit right of of all those emotions and of all those attitudes towards the the youth meeting. Um, and I've done everything from, you know, I have been super detail oriented where I started out probably in my younger years where I wanted to, was want to do a really good job to where I was just writing stuff on a, on a, you know, uh, uh, you know, a, a NYX card and saying, well, we're just going to do these three things. I'm going to put it on a scrap of paper. Now, once again, God is not limited at all. He can move, thank God <laughs> that he can move, whether I put that on a, he is going to move. Whether I put a detailed report together, a detailed meeting, or, or where everything is by the numbers, or whether I scratch it on a napkin and say that's the meeting. God, is, we're not. God is not is not uh, afraid of either one of those. God wants to show up and minister to our students. He wants to be. He wants to be. He doesn't want to just be in the meeting. He wants to be the meeting, and and so what you can do, what I can do, and what what I hope we want to do. Uh, as youth workers, whether I'm planning speaking at camp, which I treat just like a youth meeting in in that regard, in my plans and what I want to do and where I want the kids to go and where I I think this, you know, the thing about camp is camps like youth meeting, they kind of build on one another, you know, whereas youth meetings are a week apart and camp's just a day apart, the same principle applies that they're meant to me to build upon one another, right? So, so when we're trying to do this and we're trying to put some effort into this thing uh, called the youth meeting, um, I just think we need to we need to look at it and look at every part of it and say how can we make this better? How can we make this youth meeting everything supposed to be? How can I give God the framework? Right? Listen, once again, God can do miracles and does do miracles, and whether how you know whatever we're doing, we invite Him; He's coming. But the but the real thing is, what if we built a framework? For which, I mean, we have something, something a little bit more detailed, something a little more nuanced, something a little bit more where we put thought into every part of the program that brings God glory, which is, that's what, we're the church, that's what we're supposed to do. We're meeting to bring God glory for His goodness and His kindness and His salvation and and all those things. But there are other things that are being accomplished too, I mean, in the midst of all that. I mean, that's number one. So is God glorified when people commit to Christ? Absolutely. Is God glorified when students, um, you know, come forward to the altar for prayer? Absolutely. Is God glorified when students are participating in the ministry at a different level and they're really using their gifts and talents? Absolutely. So whether you're trying to reach, you know, kids who don't know Christ and have uh, evangelism one night, and the next week you're trying to do discipleship and trying to teach the saints, you know, how to live more like Christ, listen— all of it is there to glorify God. So the question is that if all this is happening, all this is happening on this one meeting a week, how come some of you are not putting all the time in, you know, to to build this meeting to what it ought to be? And I'm not saying it's gotta be, well, once again, I'm not talking about perfection. I, uh, You know, I don't think students want perfection. I think they want excellence. I think they wanna feel like the 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 train they're on is going somewhere. I don't I don't think, I, you know, there, we see a lot of kids checking out of church, but I don't think they're checking out of church because they don't believe in God. I think they're checking out of church because the meetings they're going to aren't going anywhere. The meetings are just meetings. They're, they're so look, just be faithful. Or the attitude of some youth who are just show up, just be faithful. Just do, It's not really going anywhere. It's just about you showing up and putting your butt in a seat and, and, and being, you know, a part of the thing, you know, to where we can go to the pastor the next day and say, here's how many people were in the service. And I say, that's such a low bar, such a low bar. And kids are checking out because youth meetings can be sloppy, can be unprepared, can look unplanned. Uh, and I think they're checking out because of a lack of excellence in in that focus. And, I, you know, one thing that I've tried to do, and, and i you know, I want to talk, tell you about a resource that I just made that may help with this. It, it's at least something to give you a track to run on. And what I did was I put together, uh, some of you maybe remember uh, about a year ago, um, January, maybe, you uh, you started hearing about uh, my my youth ministry playbook which had all the calendar stuff in it. It had the 2019 calendar. It had articles in there. It had all this stuff in there, which kind of gave you kind of the big picture, like the the view of 30,000 feet of your youth ministry that said, here, here's some planning. It had articles. It had forms. It had sheets. It had everything to get you going. By the way, that's still available. I'm going to put a link down in the show notes below. You can still get that. There's six months left. You can use that to plan the next four, five, six months of your, your youth ministry using that. It's, it's not over yet. But what I did to complement that is going from the 30,000 foot to now maybe the 1,000 foot to get a little closer, to kind of gear up and, and focus in on the actual youth meeting. And what I have in my hands here, maybe you can hear it. It's a lot of pages. There are, I put together what's called my youth meeting playbook. And what this does is I basically put together 52 planning sheets, 52 planning sheets that have everything that is in a normal, uh, a traditional youth meeting to some degree, right? I have on here, uh, core texts, right? What, what are you speaking about tonight? Uh, it gives you things like what's the purpose of tonight's meeting, the topic, the speaker, the date, all that stuff, uh, announcements, Right? What announcements do I need to make? Uh, Opening ideas, closing ideas, worship, uh, media, students involved. Now, why did I put that on there? Well, it's real simple because I don't think we plan meetings sometimes with students involved. We're like mad scientists in the lab trying to dream something up and concoct something for students to enjoy, to entertain, but we're not really getting kids involved in actually creating the youth ministry, which, by the way, creates a movement, right? One, the, the the thing about kids showing up is because they don't feel like they're going anywhere. They don't feel like they're being challenged. They don't feel like they're they're moving forward. They're attending, but they're not participating, right? They they're not they're not have a sense that they're on this track where we the youth leaders, the head disciples, if you will, I say head disciples in the church context. Parents are the chief and head disciples. They're discipling their own kids, but as far as a program is concerned we're saying, look, if you'll follow said program, if you trust the process of discipleship, we're going to take you from point A to point B. And that's what we do is we build vision into kids, right? We say, look, join me for the next six years and I won't disappoint you, right? Uh, Jesus told us, look, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. He said, there's a point to this showing up. Show up every day, disciples, and at the end of the day, you'll be fishers of men. And guess what? All 11 of those disciples became fishers of men, and, you know, poor Judas, not so much. He became fish food. But, you know, there's a section in this planning book that talks about the wow factor. How can you add a wow factor to your meeting? Um, on the other side, and you, you just turn it over in the book, it's a, the other side of the page, it talks about adult leaders. Adult leaders have to have roles. It's not just about student leadership, but it's about adult leadership as well. Uh, then there's a section called movement which is action to take. In other words, where does this meeting fit in the 52 that you're creating for the year? Where does this fit? Where does, what do I hope the movement will happen? See, that's what we're, what we're trying to do here, right? We're, we're trying to make, turn our meetings into movements. If we just have a meeting, look, you think about the meetings you have. How many of you enjoy those meetings? Do you like staff meeting? Do you like committee meeting? Most of the time we don't because we feel like we're talking about the same old stuff, not going anywhere, not making big plans, no vision, and that's what we complain about. Look, I, I watch. <laughs> I'm watching, you know, Facebook groups and, and uh, <laughs> we're, you know, youth pastors are complaining about things. I, I understand. I get it. But the problem is we're doing the same to our kids. We're not, we're not providing the movement, which is why kids check out. There is no course, there's no plan, there's no vision to take me from point A to point B. And what the youth meeting playbook does, filled with all these planning sheets, it says, look, start thinking about not the meeting, but the movement. Start thinking about getting kids to trust the process, whatever that process is that you have. Hopefully you have a process of discipleship, a process of engaging students, a process for kids to use their gifts and abilities and talents, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, in, in addition, the last little thing there is uh, meeting evaluation. In other words, uh, you're looking at it and saying, hey, well, the pros and cons, I looked over this meeting, what went well, what didn't go well? Who do I need to follow up with? Uh, what needs to happen at the next meeting? What do I need to do this week that um, to follow up from all the things that we did? What kind of encouragement can I give? What kind of Uh, what kind of uh, follow up do I need to do for people who may commit to Christ, all that kind of stuff. You make those notes there, and you start thinking, okay, this is a process. This is the thing that we're doing here. In addition to that, there's over a dozen articles in here, which I write, and I write about each aspect of of the youth meeting. All those little things that I just read off to you there, I have an article on each one, and how you can start using each of those to its maximum capacity, how you can start thinking about it. Once again, it's not about, it's not about perfect. It's about excellence. The offering is the offering. The, the uh, announcements are the announcements. That doesn't mean that you can't be excellent in them, whether you're using video or whether you're just simply sharing them. Um, everything doesn't have to be you know looking like somebody else's program. In fact, that's why kids leave too, because we're trying too hard to be like somebody else's program versus being authentic. And I think that's what students are missing. M- students are missing the authenticity of us trying to be us and, and trying to create a dynamic within our youth ministry that is authentic to, our, to the culture that we live in and the church that we're in versus trying to be somebody else's youth ministry. And, and I think there are kids that are going sniffing that out when they get older. Middle school, they may be fine. But when they start hitting, uh, they're a junior and they're going, ah, i kind of seen this show before. And there's plenty of other churches that do this thing better. And I say, look, if you can be authentic and you start telling kids that we're in a movement and if you'll trust the process of what we're doing here, well, guess what? I'm going to take you someplace. And, and that's, up, that, that's upon you, youth leader. That's upon you, youth pastor, youth worker, to say, I'm going to take you somewhere. And you have to define what that is for students. And so <clears throat> I hope that in talking about this, once again, there's all kinds. of. I have a little sermon sheet in here. Uh, for planning your messages, that kind of stuff, because it all goes into the, into the mix there. I even have a little offering sheet uh, where you can keep track of your offering. I do an art, I do a, uh, a little article on offering and why you should take an offering every week. Uh, all this kind of stuff's in there. And I hope, I hope that I've stepped on your toes just enough. I, I'm not here, once again, I, I'm not here to demotivate you. I'm here to get you, get a fire built under you to say, you know what? I can do better. I can do better because as we develop ourselves, as we grow in the Lord, as we as we fire up our own hearts, you know, as we stir up the gifts within us, then we start saying, okay, where do I where I want to take kids? What do I want the purpose of this meeting to be? And where does this meeting fit in with the other 51? That we have a broader vision. When we invited kids to follow Jesus, we're saying, look, this is the great adventure, guys. We're going somewhere. We're going to accomplish some things. Here's what's going to happen. And you're able to share that with them. That's on you to say, tell them where you're taking them. That by the end of three years, here's what's going to happen if you'll trust the process. And so uh, that's it, guys. That's I, I'm going to put a link. This is just, I wanted to share with you this resource that I created, but I also wanted you to get you thinking about your meeting. Whether you buy the resource or not, that's immaterial. What I do want to try to do is get you away from the mentality of surviving your youth meeting and start thinking about your meeting as a movement. Versus just having an hour or 90 minutes with your kids to do the same old, same old, same old. Or are you going to say, this is a movement. This is not just a meeting. And I guarantee you, you start having that mentality, you're going to hold on to a lot more kids. You're going to put a lot more value into that meeting. And you're going to, once again, youth ministry is hard nothing comes easy. If you want to make it easier on yourself, start planning your youth meetings this way. Start thinking about them as, as movements instead of just, oh, well, I hope I get through it type of mentality because I, I just don't think that's going to work in your favor. I think when you do that enough, that's where burnout comes in. That's where insecurity comes from. That's where all those things. A better plan meeting at least gives God and yourself the framework to be able to move in and to, and to do, God is anxious. <laughs> he wants to move in your youth ministry. He wants to move in you. And uh, part of it's just us stepping up and believing that, uh, believing that to be true. And then we do a better job of, the things that we can do a better job at. So, but that is it for today, guys. I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in to the Youth Ministry of Motion podcast. I'm going to put a link down there below. If you want this resource, go check it out. I'm going to put a, I'm going to put a link to the resource and a link to a video that I did. You can watch it. You can kind of see the visuals uh, of the book as I go through it. Um, you can check that on the YouTube channel. There's, you know, check it out for yourself. See if it's something for you. If it's not, pass. If it is though, and you say, well, I like to up my game a little bit. Well, then it's for you. But uh, that's it for today, guys. Appreciate you guys so much being a part. Once again, if you are a uh, if you're brand new to the, the podcast here, thanks for visiting. Thanks for uh, checking. out. I hope it was a of value of you, uh, to you. Uh, if you're a regular, once again, you are awesome. Thank you again for coming back. Uh, if you would leave me some uh, stars, go to the iTunes store there and leave me some stars and a review. I'd love to hear from you uh, and uh, maybe even read your review on the air. So, but that is it for today, guys. Appreciate you guys being here, and I'll catch you guys in the next episode. See you guys later.